Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Strowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you, and we are taking it to BetQL Court. First off, I know we did this bit on Friday, uh, Joe and Aaron, but I think it's worth bringing it up now in the context of this courtroom that we've created for ourselves here. But those who hated the schedule release show from the NFL on Thursday, I think they need to be thrown into the slammer. Because, you know, Thursday night, I'm I'm – looking at the schedule and then I'm starting to look at bets and things like that. And then over the weekend, I'm figuring out, okay, where am I going to be in America at different parts of the fall? <laughs> and will, will the nearest NFL team there be home for me to attend said game? And <laughs> boy, the, the scheduling gods really messed with me in terms of where I might be at certain times. And the fact that uh, the team that would be nearby will be on the road. So uh, I wasn't too happy about that, but the people who said the schedule release show is ridiculous to begin with. Yes. Those are the people who need to be sentenced, Joe. Did you, what well, I find this funny because we defend the schedule release in general. Now the actual show, neither of us watched. So let's put that out yeah. there. <laughs> we didn't watch it, but we defend the idea of the entire schedule release because we don't need to watch the actual NFL network programming. We could sit down and, and go over winners, losers, spot spots to play and how they impact win totals. I will say that that's, <laughs> it is funny. Uh, did you hear any of that after the fact? If it feels like the, the majority of that is just the lead up and just like, Oh, the NFL is taking over. Yeah. The NFL is taking over. The NFL takes over whenever the hell they would damn want to. <laughs> And, and we it. embrace it here on BetQL yeah. Daily. Yeah, <laughs> we don't we don't run away. We don't slam the door on an oh, NFL. You don't have information. No, you can't talk about bets. You don't have enough information. Quarterback's going to change before <laughs> week one. <laughs> the, okay. the left guard may be someone completely different, and then how is that going yeah. to impact things? Oh yeah. boy, yeah. Yeah, meanwhile, we saw week one numbers moving all over the place, including off or of key numbers. In season, we don't have information when it comes to injuries. Who's going to play? Weather? I mean, what's are you, the difference? Are you watching the NBA? Yeah, exactly. Oh, you got information. Bet into the tightest number possible. That's smart. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, exactly. Golly, because I want as much information out. because. Yeah, my information's better than your information. No, we all get the same intel from no. everybody. It's what you do with it. Like that's anyway. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So I'm I'm still mad about this because I was reminded over the weekend trying to plan out my life that the scheduling gods weren't too kind to me. Uh but anyway, there's there's that. Are you are you uh, gonna be Joe, in legal who, markets? Did you figure that out? Legal markets or yeah. that? Was that a uh not not everywhere, no. No. Okay. In, in fact, uh, there's there's more there's more hubbub uh, from Texas about uh, being behind the times. And that uh, was a little bit triggering. Like it's Texas. Like it's, it's this massive state that is, you know, a lot more down the middle uh, than you might think politically. Uh, but hmm. because, you know, a few folks, they say, oh, no, that's not that big of a deal. We're not going to worry about it. We're going to focus on other matters. Like, come on. I mean, this is it's a good revenue opportunity and people want to do it. Like, you know, Texas is an incredible hub when it comes to sports. So maybe there's, there's Texas leadership that needs uh, uh, some sentencing here. 
Well, maybe all the uh, all the stuff going on with college baseball is not helping things in certain states, yeah, and college sports <laughs> is is a big deal in the state of Texas. Uh, can I start? Is that good? Sure. Um, I could revisit Jaw, but I won't. <laughs> but I just want to put that out there that we very well could revisit the whole Jaw Moran thing. Yeah, boy. Okay, uh, I got to go back to Joel Embiid, the MVP. The MVP that was unavailable in game one, unavailable at the end of the last series. That's been his career. Oh, but he's a big man. They always get hurt. Yeah. Yeah, they do. But he's also the MVP, and he's on a podium talking about how I need help. I need this. I need that. When LeBron did that, what was the reaction? LeBron did the exact same thing. And then the super team started. How are those super teams working lately, by the way? Not, not, not all that very great. well. By Canadian no. Booker. Embiid <laughs> <laughs> goes from 33 points per game in the regular season to less than 24. That is the biggest drop-off we've ever seen by an MVP in the playoffs. When I saw that stat, I was like, whoa. And he's out there. We need help. What are you doing, dude? It's your lack of production. That's part of this. He was drafted almost a full decade ago. And he still has not passed the second round of the postseason. I mean, yeah, last year in the playoffs, too, when they were bounced, he missed games one and two of that series. It is very easy for Embiid to deflect because people love him. They love his honesty. They enjoy that he's outspoken. And you have two of the biggest busts in the NBA playoffs in the history of the game with Doc Rivers as a head coach and James Harden as his, uh, as his wingman. But I, Embiid, I'm taking him to court. What a joke. Sick of the excuses. I hope Philadelphia is killing him. But every Philadelphia fan that I speak to, they, they've been telling me for years how great Embiid is and he needs to win the MVP over Jokic every single season. I wonder if they feel the same. I don't know. I'm considering taking the MVP away. It should be Jokic, and Jokic is going to be playing this week. I couldn't agree more. And it actually kind of segues into my BetQL court. <clears throat> there, I've never been into conspiracy theories. I think they're kind of annoying. There's a conspiracy theory that somehow the Lakers and the Celtics are going to end up in the NBA Finals. Part of it is that the Lakers attempted 163 or 160 free throws with 126 of them made compared to Golden State's 80 free throw attempts and 60 converted. The reason why I'm upset is I am just so sick of the disrespect towards Jokic and the Nuggets. Like, I don't even get why they're so close in the odds. Like, when did Jokic have a dud? When did the Nuggets have some head-scratching game in the playoffs? They haven't. And they're plus 240 to win it all compared to the Lakers plus 320. And the Lakers were in the play-in. It's just weird to me. It really is. But it is the Lakers, and it's the Celtics, and the rivalry, and the history. I get it. But I'm going to be so annoyed if that ends up being the finals. I really want to see Jokic get it done. Really? I mean, this guy is averaging a triple-double. He's doing his part. Jamal Murray has stepped up. So I think – I just hope these people are wrong. Conspiracy theory. <laughs> There's no conspiracy. It's style of play. It's so stupid. And they know that. I, yeah. I, I hate intentional ignorance. It's so, so dumb. 
oh, the free throw has to be the same. No, it doesn't. One attacks the rim, one team, and one team doesn't. (laughs) It's so dumb. I mean, don't you want there to be a disparity, though? Like, then it shows that the officials are doing it properly. I mean, because then we would find many, many more examples of teams, you know, not drawing contact at all, but going to the free throw line because we have to keep it even or whatever. No, mm-hmm. that, that would make things way, way worse if that's the logic you have. So, yes, mm-hmm. I, I the, the conspiracy theorists out there, uh, they need to be silenced in some way, shape or form. Uh, Aaron, <laughs> I would like to uh, I would like to uh, call you out if that's OK here. Uh, maybe not so much something on you my crack. No, no. Was it on? Uh, so on Harden outscoring yeah. Tatum for the playoff. <laughs> Fifty-one. Uh, no, was... it's it's Ooh. it's about your Washington Nationals, Aaron. Uh, oh. What are they doing to their fans? This is ridiculous. So on Saturday, there's a four-hour weather delay against the Mets, and then. Uh, Major League Baseball and the Nationals say that the field is unplayable. So fans are continuing to sit around waiting for the game to resume. No updates are given at all. And then after four hours, they say, oh, now it's going to be a split double header and tickets will only be honored for the early game. And you're like, why were they waiting around all the time? Why was the field unplayable to begin with? It's baseball. Like, why don't you have everything... Uh, at a certain level. Uh, I appreciated uh, the Mets broadcast team uh, using words like unconscionable and shameful uh, as far as what the Nationals uh, did to their fans. But, I I mean, that's ridiculous. When you're trying to get more fans into the seats and then you have a weather delay basically, you know, forcing everyone to scramble for their plans for the rest of the weekend, that's insane. I agree. And I have wondered... Because it rains all the time here, especially this time of year. I mean, it's beautiful. The grass is green. Great. Why isn't there a way to cover that up? Like, there should be a cover or they should redesign because this is there's rain delays all the time. It's so annoying. On top of that, the Lerner family that owns the Nats is known for being cheap. So I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> with, with the ticket stuff, who knows what they're doing? <laughs> Yeah. When uh, when I did, I, I also saw what the Mets broadcaster said. And, okay, we can commend them. But they we've all been there, especially covering baseball. You can It ruins your entire day, your entire weekend uh, at times because you're just waiting and waiting and waiting. Mm-hmm. That They were pissed off that they sat there for four hours with nothing to do. I mean, that, that's what a lot of that was. They they just they covered up as, oh, we're speaking out for the fans. No, they were mad because we've we've been there. If you've covered a baseball game where you're there for sure. 12, 15 hours uh, just to finish a stupid game. Uh, I, I mean, but it happens every year, too. And because they play each other so often, they're probably like, what? enough is enough. I covered the team and have been through it. And it's just frustrating. It's just. It's so annoying. It always happens. It rains so much. It's always like tarp on, tarp off. Are they playing? Are they not? One more hour goes by. It's just ridiculous. Stop building stadiums without a roof. Yes, I'm that guy. I hate rain delays. I I hate these decisions that are made. It's just, 
it's such a pain in the butt. Just put a roof on it. It's mm. fine. It's not going to ruin anything. It's, it's the major very... leagues, man. Like, retractable roofs yeah. are, the, are the, it's the now. The here and the now. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we take our own deep dive into the NBA Conference Finals right here on the BetQL Network.